and welcome to the NC Real Estate Podcast. It's lovely to have you back over here. Today's topic is all about commercial tenants and why you want them over resi tenants. No offense if you're a uh, residential tenant, but I do have a special soft spot for commercial tenants. But before we jump into that, I'm here with Lorenza. Good morning, everyone. And we just want to have a quick chat about what's going on at NC Real Estate so that you know all of the awesome things that we've got going so you can get involved with us from wherever you are. So the first things first is we have a new event, don't we? Yes, we've got the Property Investment Mastery Live Training, uh, which is happening in London, and we are super excited about this. Yes, I cannot wait. And um, so, yeah, basically, it's um, it's happening at the end of March on Saturday, the twenty fourth of March, and it's going to be a morning of discussing really, really interesting and um, on trend topics. Uh, we're going to be talking about conquering the fear of property, um, the money masterclass, finding the perfect property, and we'll be ending with great Q and A. So, anybody who is wanting to come. Um, it's going to be from 9.45 a.m. to midday, 12 p.m. And it's just a great chance for you to come and meet professionals in the industry, network with your fellow investors, and take home some great tips. Um, uh, yeah, so the Q&A at the end is really just a kind of informal um, chat about, uh, about the live training. But you can also bring extra questions that you might have had, you know, related to another topic, uh, something maybe a bit more specific to your personal property portfolio. Um, it's really just a chance to, to get your questions out there. And then obviously answered by Natasha and other participants of the, of the live training event. Oh, I'm so excited. I cannot wait to meet everybody, but tickets are really limited. We are only selling 18 tickets to make sure that it is a really small, intimate event so that I get to speak to every single one of you who come and I get to give you the best that I possibly can. It's going to be awesome. There's so much goodness involved within this day and I just cannot wait. And you might be thinking, actually, Natasha, well, why only two hours? Because I know for a fact from teaching students, from speaking to my clients that any more than that and your brain starts to turn off. So I want you to take the most away from this possible and I'm going to cover so much information. So if you want to buy another property, you want to upscale your property portfolio, or you just want some confidence, some knowledge, some info so that you can keep going, this is the event for you. But you're going to have to act fast because tickets will go really, really quickly. Yes, and just a note about the tickets, uh, you'll be able to uh, purchase them through, through Eventbrite, which we will put as a link at the bottom of this podcast. So do check it out. Also, more information will be um, on the Facebook group, the Property Investment Mastery Facebook group. So go over there and you will find the link to get your tickets. As Natasha says, it's only there are only 18 places available. So do book if you are interested and let anybody else know, uh, you know, bring a friend, bring a partner, bring somebody else who's involved in uh, property investment. Fabulous. So that covers that. And that's something we're really excited about. Um, of course, email us, natasha at ncrealestate.co.uk or property at ncrealestate.co.uk if you've got any more questions. So without further ado, let's move on to the main point of this podcast and commercial tenants. It's something that people talk to us about in the Facebook group. Everybody's always interested in commercial property, but 
for whatever reason, they seem too scared to even dip their toe in the water with it. So this podcast is about chatting you through commercial tenants. It's not the whole breadth of commercial property because it is a massive subject and one that I cannot just keep in one 20 minute podcast, but we'll keep talking about it and hopefully giving you as many good ideas as we possibly can. Right. Okay, great. Well, yeah, let's get started. Let's get right into it. Um, I think the first question um, that we have related to commercial tenants is what is the benefit of having a commercial unit? Okay, so the reason I'm so passionate about commercial is because number one, you usually get paid on a quarterly basis. So every three months you will get rent in for the next three months. Fantastic. And that is usually higher than you would get in from your residential unit, which is a huge, huge, huge plus. It also means that you only need to be looking at your accounts once every quarter. Fantastic. So that's one of the biggest pluses. As I've already said, you're going to be getting in more rent. And this also means that this pushes the value of your property up. Commercial properties are valued on a different basis. They're valued on uh, using the investment method. So what you do is you capitalize your rent. You put a yield on your rental income and that gives you the purchase price or the, the current market value of your property. The higher the rent, the more it's worth. It is as simple as that. So the reason I love commercial is because you can be so tactical with rent. You really, really can. As a surveyor and as an expert in commercial, I love that strategy side of it. You know, where you can give an extra bit of rent free, up the rent for the rest of the year or the next couple of years. That means that you're increasing the value of the property. Uh, you can also put rent review clauses in at different periods throughout the, the uh, lease so that you know that at some stage the rent could possibly go up if the market has increased in line with that as well. All of this makes me really, really excited. It's far more strategic than actually a residential property and that's why I love it. So if you like the nitty gritty numbers and you like getting really technical with these things, commercial is for you. Okay, great. And um, yeah, the next thing is really, I mean, I think a lot of your experience um, has also been with residential in terms of your own properties, short term, long term, all sorts of, of different kinds of, um, you know, um, de dealing with tenants. So why is it that you love managing commercial tenants so much? Okay, well, commercial, as I said, has a little soft spot for me. And I, when I was learning to be a surveyor and when I was doing my um, assessment of professional competence, everything I did was in the commercial sector. I was a portfolio manager for a huge amount of commercial properties all across London. And the reason I loved managing commercial tenants so much was because it's like a business transaction. When you're dealing with a commercial tenant, rather than it being someone's home, you're dealing with someone's business and everything that they do makes business sense. They're going to talk to you rationally and they're going to be honest about what they can afford, what they can do, what their business, what they want from their business. Again, for the other side, for the tenant, it's all about strategy for them as well. And I love that because you're not going up against someone personally, you're going up against them in a professional ca capacity. And that makes things so much 
easier because do you know what with a commercial tenant at the end of the day they go home to their homes they're not stuck at the property all day so they're not always thinking about it they get time off from it as opposed to residential tenants who do live there it really means something to them their home needs to be their sacred space and if they cannot go home and enjoy it then all hell breaks loose it's the opposite for commercial tenants now don't get me wrong, if things go wrong within the premises, yes, they are going to get really, really angry about it. It's normal, it is normal because it's interrupting their business, it's interrupting them achieving what they want to achieve, but it's not the end of the world and they can cope with it because they understand that you as a landlord or you as a property manager are also in the business capacity or acting in a business capacity. So. You've also, they also can give you time to do things in order to get things sorted out properly. And that's why I love it. You're talking to business professionals, you're really interacting with them. And do you know what? As a commercial property manager, your job is to make sure that their business also booms because that means that they're gonna keep paying the rent, they're gonna keep paying the service charge, they're going to want to make the property look as nice as it possibly can, they want to look after the place, and you know what? You give them respect, they're going to give it to you back and it becomes a dream to manage. Mm, I see. So there are a lot of, there are, I mean, it's starting to be revealed. There are a lot of pluses to this, um, to commercial tenants. Um, and I think the next thing is really about, you know, the differences between kind of how do you collect the rents? I mean, I, I'm sure it must be different from residential tenants and commercial tenants. So what is the process that you would use um, to go about collecting the rent for your commercial property? Yeah, it's very, very different. With a um, residential tenant, you know that they're going to pay you by standing order or how have, they, how have you arranged it on a monthly basis? With a commercial tenant, you are going to be invoicing them quarterly. So you write an invoice from your business or your property managers will write an invoice on your behalf. They will then invoice the tenant and the tenant should pay you within the timescale set out. Usually that has to be by the quarter days and it will specify in the lease when the tenant needs to pay you. The quarter days are the 25th of March, the 24th of June, the 28th of September, and the 25th of December. So those are the quarter days that you can expect to get rent on. The other thing is that with commercial tenants, if they don't pay, you have so many options available to you as a landlord. Um, because as we know, it can be very difficult when a residential tenant stops paying rent to get it out of them. Ultimately, the courts will usually be quite favorable towards the residential tenant because it's their home. They don't want to be kicking anybody out on the street, so they're going to really try and help them as much as they can stay in that unit. And that could be really detrimental to you as a landlord because actually you need the rent to be able to pay your mortgage. You need the rent to be able to keep your property maintained. And so having a tenant in occupation who actually isn't paying the rent, who is allow it disastrous. yeah it's disastrous you lose a lot of money and with residential that's it you simply have to go through the courts um and you can only start doing that after the tenants racked up two months of arrears in contrast commercial tenants you have far more flexibility and there are a number of things that you can do to start off with, I would always recommend going in and negotiating with your tenants and just seeing what the problem is. You need to keep that relationship and I would recommend this with residential tenants too. Go in and talk to them, find out what's going on, why can't they pay the rent? 
The other thing with the commercial tenant is they usually pay you a deposit. So they've got quite a big deposit there and you can take anywhere between three to 12 months worth of rent as a deposit. So if they haven't paid, you can always take the rent from the deposit, write to them and say, please, can you top this up? So that's another thing that you've got. Mm -hmm. Another thing that you've got with commercial tenants is you could have a guarantor. So if when you put your commercial tenant in place, they may not have um, a really huge financial standing coming in to take occupancy in which place you'd put in which case you'd put in place a guarantor the guarantor would then take over rent payments if they fail to pay so you could pursue the guarantor you have other options over to you like a winding up petition so if it's a limited company you could always put pressure on them that you're going to wind the company up if they don't pay the rent that's huge they don't want that all over them it's really a nightmare and if they declare bankruptcy then the directors could face huge problems in future getting loans getting anything um, setting up another business if they're professionals they could be struck off all of that so you've got that that you can do if it's an individual who's taken a lease from you then you can put a statutory demand on them or you can go to court the court and this means that they say if you don't pay your rent within x y and z we are going to take your assets that's another option you've got you can use commercial mm -hmm. rent arrears recovery, which um, means that you can go in, uh, the bailiffs give the tenant seven days notice, and then they can seize possessions within the unit to collect the rent. Um, you can obviously apply to court at any time uh, to get uh, the tenants out if you really don't feel that you are get it, going to get your rent from it. And here's the big one, the big, big difference for commercial tenants most modern leases will have a forfeiture clause in them. And if there is a forfeiture clause in that lease, if the tenant does not abide by the covenant to pay rent, then you can go in and forfeit the lease. You can go in in the early hours of the morning, change the locks and forfeit the lease. That's open yeah. to you as yeah. a commercial landlord. And that is the difference. So commercial tenants will also be very aware of this and that puts pressure on them to pay the rent all the time so that's the difference and that's why i find commercial property management as well so much better because you've already got those tactics behind you you can put pressure on the tenants and you can be making sure that they are continuously paying rent yeah it's it really does seem that the it's um you know there's a lot of kind of protection for the landlord um but because there's all those you know kind of clauses if you if you like in place um, I can imagine that things do run a lot more smoothly yes. um, and there's a lot less emotion evolved as, as well you know as you were saying before it's not it's not their home and it, it's quite black and white and quite clear cut which is nice great to work with exactly and um, I think a little bit earlier you mentioned something about a service charge could you go into that in a little bit more detail yes the other difference with commercial tenants is that more often than not, they will be uh, required to maintain their part of the building. Obviously, you need to get that written into the lease, but it is standard that you would expect a commercial tenant to maintain their area. And that would also go, also include them contributing towards um, the maintenance of the structure and the upkeep of the building. And if you as a landlord are, are going to be maintaining that and you're going to be looking after parts of the building and you want that tenant to contribute or to maintain too, you would put those costs on the tenant 
in the form of a service charge and they would contribute towards cleaning, repairs, maintenance, uh, windows, guttering, security, marketing for the building. That's what they would contribute to. So it also is more cost effective you have in commercial tenants because they contribute. Residential tenants do not contribute to the um, externals of the building or the upkeep of the building. So really you need to be incorporating those costs within the rent for the, for the property, whereas commercial tenants pay that as an additional charge. Now, of course, you have to read the lease and see what the, serv what the service charge clause allows for and allows you to collect for, and you've got to be really strict with that. There's a lot of RACS guidance around that, which is why as charter surveyors, we are bought in to manage it because we know best practice and we're very, very good at making sure that the right accounting procedures are in place and we are charging the tenants for the right thing. But again, commercial tenants paying a service charge, how awesome is that? Because your tenant is paying you towards the upkeep of the property and that is so valuable. Mm, I see, okay. Um, and then I think lastly, you know, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, obviously you've had a lot of experience in this and um, I think that you may have a preference um, towards commercial tenants, but would you say in general, would you recommend commercial tenants over residential tenants? I think it's easier to manage commercial. There's more a uh, stringent set of procedures. Um, commercial property management is regulated by the RICS. You have to be in line with that. There is a lot of regulation that surrounds this. And so, yes, um, I think in that case i do prefer commercial tenants because you know what you're doing they know the score it's all open honest and transparent yet residential tenants are also a lot of fun and i get it it's simpler or it's perceived to be simpler and it's something that a lot more people are doing so there's a lot more knowledge out there around it i think to make sure that your property portfolio is um able to cope with risk, the different changes in the market, it's always advisable to have a mix of commercial and residential tenants. My personal preference, probably because of my training, is that I prefer commercial tenants, they're far easier. Um, but don't let that put you off residential because obviously there's money to be made there as well. But you need to be learning best practice for both types of tenants because that's how you can make the most out of them. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. And I think if any of our listeners do have any further questions, which I would not be surprised that they might, um, you know, do get in touch with uh, Natasha um, or myself and, um, and we can, um, you know, further guide you into, um, into the ins and outs of uh, being, um, you know, having commercial tenants. Exactly. So do get in contact with us. We are right here to support you. And don't forget to go over to the Facebook group, the Property Investment Mastery Facebook group, where there is so much goodness over there. And that will explain to our service. It points you in the right direction of all of the goodies and freebies and tips and information we get out. And that's where you can start the conversation with us as well. So there's plenty of ways that you can get in contact with us. But I hope this has been real th food for thought. I hope it's answered some questions around why and how to manage commercial tenants. And I hope it's been really useful to you and eye opening for new tactics when buying property and the benefits of commercial tenants. 
So that is all from us for today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Come on over to www.ncrealestate.co.uk where you can come over and see everything that we do. And again, get in contact with us if you want to ask any questions. We cannot wait to speak to you soon.